Getting the smile and confidence you've been dreaming about all from the comfort of your home isn't a total mystery with Bite Clear Aligners. Just don't be surprised if all your friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Bite Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. I don't Hello, everyone, and welcome to a very special and dramatic episode of the I Don't Get It podcast. And why is it dramatic and special, guys? Why is it necessarily going to be dramatic? Because we don't know what they're going to say. Because we have I no know. idea what's going to happen. We are having Cupcake, Chris Cupcake. Wells Adams and Jared Clayben <laughs> step in for us and they're going to talk about what they don't get this week. Do you guys know what this feels like to me? The fact that we're going to go go into my room and not listen to all the conversation that's going to be had over the next 45-ish yeah, minutes. Gonna, it feels like I just sent a risky text and now I'm waiting to hear back from the guy and the guy's going to say something like, I don't like you. We don't know what they're going to talk about. They're going to talk about dates and you they're used gonna to talk, date I don't them. Wanna, and, I don't want to hear about their well, dates, but you know, I'm doing it for the public's sake. Yeah, so guys... They are going to talk about things that they don't get about girls, which is kind of scary, uh, but exciting Mostly that they're going to take over. For me. <laughs> yeah, it is scary, but we are totally going in a different room. Wait, can I just say how good y'all's makeup looks today? <laughs> well, thanks. You know, we did have a couple of handsome men in the apartment. So Naz and I went to Blushington. Well, they have a couple locations across the country, but they have one here in West Hollywood. And it's awesome because they do your makeup. But it's kind of like dry bar for makeup. Mm-hmm. And there's this membership. So you pay $250 and you can get unlimited, unlimited, wow. unlimited makeup for the month. It's 200 It's called Car Blush. And it literally, and this is like not an ad. This is no, it's <laughs> like not. Ashley and I are obsessed unlimited for the month no seriously we we could go twice a day i could have day makeup and night makeup i go 48 times in a month (laughs) and it would still be 250 for dates amazing they're here in new york and texas if you guys want to go but anyways so there is another recommendation that you have that we want to talk about before we move on to the boys and let them take our spots that is right ashley um as you guys all know i'm a huge larry david fan and curbs coming up so i went on this website called society6.com it's society and the number six dot com and it's so cool it's like etsy but better because they have all these artists that draw things like larry david or kim kardashian (laughs) and stuff and you can get it on whatever you want you can get on like a shower curtain a pillow so i got like a larry shower curtain which is amazing (laughs) you guys we need to have an episode where you just talk about your larry david love i know we should have larry you have to tell your larry david story we will one day okay next week larry story but anyways for the love of art, go to society6.com slash get it and enter our code get it, G-E-T-I-T, to check out to receive 20% off your order plus free shipping. Again, that's society6, the number six, dot com slash get it and then enter our code get it for 20% off. Amplify your lifestyle with the perfect artwork. Don't wait. Discover. Yeah. And I got this really cool uh, Kim Kardashian artwork that looked like when I had the Virgin Mary intro during Paradise last season. So I felt like a special kinship to it. It's amazing. All right, guys. It's time for us to give our seats to the guys and they're going to take over and I'm a little nervous. But enjoy. Vaya con Dios. (laughs) What's up, guys? It's Wells Adams and you are coming into the weird, wacky world of the I Don't Get It podcast. I've got fellow Bachelorette alum Chiseled Jaw and just overall Dreamboat joining me in Jared. And I've also got Cupcake, also known as Baby Cakes or just Cakes in general. Uh, well, you can't in- see me, but I'm blushing after that intro. I just want you yeah. to know. I'm God. not blushing. To be honest with you, Jared, I'm not exactly sure how to say your last name correctly, and that's why I didn't... It's uh, Haven. It's, That's uh, the Haven. Okay, I would have. I was gonna go with Haybon. Haybon's acceptable. Make it French. Jaybon. <laughs> I, I like the French way of saying it as well. English Man, or I French, I'll take. E- I, I just put an e on the end of it. Say Derte, make it sound French. Oh God, please don't do that, Sir D- Joe Derte. <laughs> yeah. Oh God, they're gonna hate it already. We're talking about Joe Dirt. We're doing movie quotes. Two minutes in. Um, 
Okay, so hold on. Do you guys want me to start this thing, the I don't get it thing? Yeah, let's do it. I mean, this is like well, the guy's version. Get, well, yeah, this is the guy's version of the I don't get it podcast. Because you realize that we are all three of us are going to go from being universally loved by Bachelor Nation to universally hated in 45 minutes of a podcast. And it's right? going to be the best 45 minutes of our lives. I'm glad to be going down in flames with the likes yeah, of you Yeah, at least we're going down together. We're holding hands yes. to the pathway of hell. <laughs> Man, that sunset is gorgeous. Grill, patio, sunset. Hard to get better than that. Unless you're browsing Carvana's inventory while you soak it all in. Oh, burger time. So sit back, get comfortable. Carvana's got thousands of cars under $20,000 just waiting for you. I could stay here forever. Carvana. Where car buying meets comfort meets convenience. Download the app or visit Carvana.com today. Uh, okay, here's what I don't get. Um, I don't get why girls believe the I want to focus on my career um, excuse as to not wanting to date. Because in the, in the grand, scheme of thing, like, grand scheme of things, if a guy really wanted to date someone then they would just, like, make the career thing and the girlfriend thing work. But, like, when a guy says, I uh, really just want to focus on my career, that means he's focusing on his career of hitting home runs with, like, hot chicks, you know? And so you don't get, like, what... Like you don't get that girls can't take the hint when a guy says that? Or you don't don't get that girls don't... Why they don't believe the guy when he says it? Yeah, so the other day I was out with my friend girl, not a girlfriend, and she was, like, talking about this guy. And she's like, yeah, you know, he's just really not ready to commit, but I understand why he's really focusing on his career. He keeps telling me this, and so I'm just going to, you know, I I think that that's great, and I think it's awesome that he's so focused and driven, yada, yada, yada. And I had to break it to her to be like, sweetheart, like, uh, that's a a total, that's an excuse. See, the thing... The thing that I've learned about girls is girls only hear what they want to hear. And I then they completely come... agree. Right? Oh, totally. They rationalize like... around it. Yeah, after absolutely. That. Like they'll take like, for example, I could tell a girl to say like, listen, I don't have those feelings for you. Or like, you know, we're kind of growing apart and I just don't see us together right now. And because I ended it with right now, she'll take that as, well, that doesn't mean the future. Like, he just meant right in this moment. So, like, in a couple months, it could be a different story where, you know... You it's your nice way of letting them down. Exactly. Easy. I feel like, especially in today's world, and we've witnessed this through going through the Bachelor world, anything... Like, we overanalyze everything that is said. Like, every word that is said to us, we analyze it, overthink it, and, like you said, hear what we want to hear. And so, I, I mean, I, I, it's tough, man. Um, Well, hang on. Back to this point. I think that it can be a real excuse that a guy doesn't want to commit if he feels like his career isn't where it needs to be. But he's only going to use that as an excuse, most likely, to let somebody down easy. But I I also think, like, I I agree with Wells, though, where if it was, think about it, if it was the girl that you wanted to be with for the rest of your life or you could see a potential life partner in her, you would do anything to keep her, like no matter what your career was. And so I, I, I think... Yeah, I agree with that. I think, yeah, if a guy... Even, even if it's a girl telling a guy, whoever it is, saying, I need to focus on my, my you know, career, I think that's just an easy You're way of letting them You're never going to find down. Mrs. Wright and say, this is the one, except my career. I'm going to let this one go, and I really got to focus on my career. Like... What Wells is saying is that just doesn't happen, and I, I agree. agree. If you really, if the guy has really found the one, he's not gonna. He'll make it work. Yeah, he's gonna make it work. Totally. He's not gonna let her go. I feel like, for me too, personally too, I think about this as well, and I'm like, I I feel like I would take a lesser job to be with the person I want to be with for the rest oh, of my life. Jared. But I think that's ever. I think that's a majority of guys, don't you think? Like, if you found the girl that you're like, I cannot, I want to be with this girl. She's the hottest girl I'm ever going to be with. She's sweet. She's funny. She's endearing. She's honest. Like, this is it. Then, if, I mean, like, say, for example, if you had, you're in L.A., right? Say, yeah. before you moved to L.A., there was a girl in Nashville. But you had a really cool opportunity to live in L.A., to practice over there in a place that you always wanted to be. 
but you had this girl that you saw yourself potentially being with the rest of your life back in Nashville. Would you move to L.A.? That's a tough one for me because my my career success is so closely linked to how like my self-worth, I think. But at the same time, I'm the type of person that can get so wrapped up in like the emotion of being in love where I could see myself making that decision, making a decision like that. In other words, saying, well, what's really the big picture in life? Life is more about love than it is about work. So basically what I'm saying is it's a strong drive for me to want to be successful. But if I've really found the one that like knocks my socks off, yeah, I would probably forego a lot of good opportunities to be with her. And I think what Wells brings up too actually begs a bigger question is if you know a relationship, not even a relationship, but you're dating someone and you're not feeling it and maybe they are, is it better to try to let them down easy or is it better to be the asshole? Because if you're the asshole, I feel like, not an asshole, I shouldn't say that, but like, for example, one of my buddies, he was telling me one time where, I won't go into details about what happened, but like, he was with a girl. It did not go well for him at all. He was not into it, and she was very much into it. And something happened that he couldn't be on, like, because she, he wasn't, he wasn't, like, she would reach out, she'd call him, she'd text him, and he was very short. And, you know, he was trying to kind of let her down easy, and she kept asking him what the issue was. And there was a very specific issue that he had a, he had a problem with. And he couldn't tell her because he felt like such a jerk by saying it was this one specific thing because he didn't want to make her insecure for the rest of her life about it because it, it was just his own paranoia. It yeah. wasn't like, you know, a was, thing it a that it, was it a physical thing? It was a physical thing. <laughs> her second toe was so, too long. So like he didn't want to make her insecure about it for the rest of his life. So I, what he did, he ghosted her because he was like, I did, couldn't bring myself to actually tell her what the issue was. And I was trying to like beat around the bush and let her down easy. But every time I tried to let her down easy, she kept coming back for more because she's like, no, that's not like you're not telling me the truth. All right. Well, that's bull. I don't beat know. Beat around the bush. Giggity. Was, was it, was she just not? <laughs> Shorn? Was that the problem? No, 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 no. I don't <laughs> want to go into detail about it. It was, <laughs> it was something physical, though. And so, like, he just... And he couldn't deal with it, and so he ended up ghosting her. He just never responded. He said, I'd rather be the asshole um, and have it end rather than ah. me tell her what I thought was wrong with her and have her be insecure about it for the rest of her life. Yeah, okay. So... <clears throat> I, I've, I, have a buddy, I have a bunch of buddies who are musicians, and I have one buddy who has this theory on how to break up. And I think that – so I think there's nothing more cowardice than doing the, the ghosting thing unless it's like you've hooked up just a couple times and it's just whatever. But if it is like a serious dating thing and you ghost them, like then you're just a huge – That's one of the huge, worst things you could do to somebody. But yeah, go ahead. So, but my, my musician buddy that says that, um, he's dumped a bunch of girls this way and it always works out well for him. His theory is this, regardless of the reason why you're doing it. Like, so if it was that girl, like your buddy, if it like, she had like a, like a long second toe or like, I don't know, like <laughs> it was not a long second toe, just something. to put, knit that one in the bud, but whatever <laughs> disco bush, something like cankles, whatever it was. You didn't need to bring that up, but there was something inside of him that said, like, regardless if it was the disco bush or the cankles, it was something inside of him saying that, like, this isn't, like, my forever person. So my buddy, his thing is he sits him down and he says, listen, at this point in my life, I'm not, I'm not like, looking out for, like, a good time. I'm looking for, like, the person that I want to spend the rest of my life with. And for whatever reason, I think we've, like, given this thing a good shot, but I don't think that you are my forever person. I, like, think the world of you, and I think you're great, but I just don't think that, like, I see us, like, you know, growing old together. And I know. That, ex that, that, like, shields them from, like, finding out that they have, like, halitosis or whatever the thing is. Um and, and and then then at least gives them a little bit of respect for you to, to be mature enough to be like, I'm looking for something. I've just realized that you're not it, but I think you're pretty great. And I think that's a pretty good way to go about it. I agree. I, I mean, listen, nobody should be a jerk or nobody should ghost. I totally agree with that. But I think 
you know, it's much, you know, we, we talk about it and we sit around, but like when you're in the moment and somebody's like asking you over and over again, and I've been there too, where like, I've liked a girl and you know, it, ha- it just, for some reason, it, the feelings haven't recipro- been reciprocated. And it's like, you know, you kind of want to know why. So you kind of just, you know, ask a couple of times, be like, Hey, like, what was it? What was it that didn't work out? What was it? You know, do you just not like me? Did something happen? Blah, blah, blah. Cause you just like, I'm a curious man. I need to know these things. And so I think it's a fine line you got to balance, and I totally agree. So let me ask you this. So you said, well, as you said, the only time, like, you should never ghost unless, like, it's only been, like, a couple dates, right? And then, like, it doesn't really matter. If you don't actually have an emotional connection with the person. So how yeah. many dates would it take in order for you to not ghost somebody? Like, is there a set? You'd be like, all right, well, if, it's, if we go on three dates, then I feel like I owe this person an explanation of why it didn't work out. Um, I think like if you introduce them to your dog, then like, or, <laughs> you know, like something, or like you cook them dinner or something, something that's not like I met her out for drinks, you know, or like, yeah, it's not necessarily the number of hours together, but it's how, how deep you got, you know, and how intimate and how like, intimate. did you not, did you sleep together? Yeah, did, you or know? more importantly, how, what did you talk about? Obviously. Well, of course. Can't wait to go on a trip with you next summer. <laughs> and then, yeah, yeah I can't well, wait to bring ghost. you home to my parents. Yeah. <laughs> or, or, or I think just like if you if you've talked about like, you know, like this this is a cool thing. Let's keep doing this. Like you have a you have a conversation of like, okay, let, let's just con- this is this isn't just like a late night drunk hookup, you know. Um. My my, well, I have a buddy that calls it the CBZ, the Common Bone Zone. Like if it's if you guys are just like <laughs> hooking up, then like it's okay to ghost. But like if you have the conversation about you know, all right, you know, we're we're gonna go about this thing, we're gonna do it. Then I think you them not to, not to ghost. I feel like this friend that Wells keeps referring to is just one guy, and he's the most <laughs> interesting man in the world. <laughs> He's, he knows, uh, like, he needs to be on this podcast. He knows how to break up with girls. He's got the bone zone going. This guy sounds like the man. We got to get him on The Bachelor. The CBZ, man, the common bone zone. It's hilarious. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. So I think what we're trying to tease out here is what's the best way to end a relationship that you know is forever over Spare their feelings, not keep them hanging on, and do it in the gentlest way possible where, hey, maybe somewhere down the line you can be friends. I think the, this mystery man that Wells keeps talking about, that's pretty rock solid if you can have that conversation. But that's pretty difficult to say you're not my forever person in the moment, like Jared's saying. Like, that's pretty tough to do that. Um, yeah, he, he, also, he also will do a thing where he, can, he puts it on them as well, like... I think you would agree that like I might not be like the right person for you, and then for, I think for the most part, a lot of people would be like, "Yeah, I don't know," you know, like this is pretty early on. Kind of gives them whatever. an out to like let them reject him too, to like exactly. spare their ego. Yeah, I, you know, as as two guys, well, three guys, obviously, including myself, uh, <laughs> that's still up in the air, you know. Uh, was like, do you think so? Like, we talk about dating and and breaking up and like there's you know it's pretty well known at this point that marriage at a later age is a much common thing it's been like people are the average age of getting married is much later than it was 20 30 keeps, years keeps ago rising yeah. as a guy do you think that's good or bad for society in general for marriages for relationships i want wells to i've kind of already talked about this so I want do you wells. think that's a better do you think it's it do you think there's a higher chance of success for a relationship to last if you get married later in life. Yes. I agree. Why is that, Wells? Well, I, I, think, I think it has more to do with the, with the women than it does with the men. If you, get, if you get married later on, if you get married really, really young, it, um, it, 
it can it can it can damper a lot of dreams that you had had for yourself like as a child and for the most part like when you get married and start having kids like if it's done in a traditional sense like the man can still like pursue his dreams in terms of like his career and those things um but for for women a lot of times like they have to put like their life on hold mainly because if they have kids like that's nine months out of their life that they got to kind of stop doing everything and then um and then like you know like raise like a like a actual human being i think that when you when you get to get married later um both both the man and the woman who gets gets married get to kind of pursue and go after the things that like they studied for their 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 dreams or whatever they wanted to pursue and then they were able to say okay i i've reached this plateau i i've I, i've done whatever i wanted to do um in my career now it's time for me to settle down and it's it's a much more like regimented and thought through way to go about like starting a life with someone and like bringing up kids i don't know i don't know if that sounds like really misogynistic no or I don't adversely think like really feminist but i'm, I'm <laughs> hang on not so, sure so this is interesting because uh on another i don't get it podcast i talked about how i think that Men aren't growing up as fast as they used to because we're not out in the fields at 12 years old anymore and having to care for a family, et cetera, and we're not dying at 60, so we just see kind of a slower path for ourselves, and that's part of why we're getting married later in life. But you actually flipped it, and what you're saying makes sense. Um, women are more prohibited traditionally um, from pursuing their dreams if they get married young and if they want to have a family and children because typically they want to uh, be a big part of their children's lives. And it's easier for the man to kind of, um, go out and continue his career than it would be for a young mother. So you're saying it's actually advisable that women should get married later in life too, so that they don't have the what ifs that they can explore as much as they want and feel like they've really achieved what they wanted to. So that when they do get ready to settle down, they've really got their career as close to, you know, where they want it to be. And it won't, and um, I, yeah, there. I think also success. just like there's been a change in society culturally with the way women see themselves and the way women are treated and which is obviously a great thing. And like women are saying, I don't want to be a stay at home mom at 22 years old. I want to be graduating college. I want my own career. I don't need a man to support me. Because like if you ask, you know, I'm sure if you do studies and you ask women 40, 50 years ago why they're getting married because it's what you do. I remember reading Aziz Ansari's book, Modern Romance, and him saying, like, you know, he did, he asked, uh, he did a study of asking women, like, 20, 30, 30 years ago about the reasons why they got married. And it was like, well, he's a good man. It makes sense. Like, he, he's financially capable of supporting me. Logical. And, and I want to start a family. Practical and, reasons. Yeah. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And nowadays, you know, both women and men are getting married for different reasons. They're getting married because this person is my soulmate. I'm absolutely head over heels in love with them like this is the person i want to spend the rest of my life with and so i think there's a certain factor of self-discovery that you need to go through and 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 a lot of people go through it at different ages right i'm not saying that this is a just you can just like throw a blanket over everybody and put them all in one bunch where like well you know 22 you go through this and 23 you go through that and people go through it at different times but i think the majority of people you know throughout their early to mid 20s even to the late 20s it's like this self-discovery about finding out who you want to be with and you and the only way to do that is to meet different people and be exposed to different environments um and to go on different dates with different types of of women as a guy you know to like like honestly like when i went on the i before i went on the bachelorette i never dated a girl like caitlin in terms of um somebody who's really outgoing and gives you know doesn't take any shit and gives it right back to you and is super funny and like is gonna you know She's just not, she's not one of the guys, but you know, her personality kind of, she just blends right in, right? She's super outgoing. I, the girls I always dated before that were very shy and and quiet and just, you know, I always thought like, oh, my type is someone who's like very, um, you know, innocent and, 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 and reserved, you know? And now someone's who's just going to listen to your movie quotes, exactly. Right. Think of their own and throw them back to you. Exactly. And now, <laughs> after being, you know, after meeting Caitlin and somebody like that, and and then, you know, the years afterwards, uh, I've been like, no, I need someone who can really give, like, 
me shit back and like I need good banter and I need someone who can be really funny and outgoing and make fun of me and keep up with my sarcasm. And so I only learned that, uh, luckily, by being, you know, picked to go on the show miraculously um, and even more miraculously, Caitlin keeping me around, <laughs> keeping us both around. We got super lucky. Um, but, uh, but, you know, I, I think, you know, for me personally, and I think a lot of other people too, they need those experiences to really yeah. find out what they truly want. So let me just bring that home to my previous podcast. You know, here's Jared, a guy who thought he knew what he wanted. And at the time you were 26, 26 when I went on. Yeah. Yeah. So you could argue that in a previous generation, that would be time for him to settle down 26 years old. Cause totally. that's when my dad got married. Yeah. My dad not got crazy. Yeah. But here he is. Now he's been introduced to a whole new world of personality types that he's into. Yeah. And my thought was how many more times is that going to happen in my life where I meet somebody that, you know, kind of blows my mind, I guess. Yeah. Hey guys, hate to be a pain, but I have to interrupt right now, but you guys are doing amazing because I have to tell everyone real quick about Hubble because Hubble is my jam. And for all you people that are listening that wear contacts, listen up because Hubble is going to save your life. What if I told you that you can get a fresh pair of lenses for every single day for less? 60 contacts for $30. If you guys do the math, that's $1 a day, half the price of other brands. And all you have to do is go to HubbleContacts.com and get your first two weeks for free. That's right. We're giving you first two weeks free contacts. So it's easy on the eyes in the wallet. Go to HubbleContacts.com, H-U-B-B-L-E-C-O-N-T-A-C-T-S.com, and that's 15 pair of lenses for free. It's really nice to have a fresh pair every day. I don't even have to mess with contact solution and like keeping it in one of those little containers because I just throw them out at the end of the day, and then I have a new pair the next day, and it just feels better. Exactly. Amazing. That's HubbleContacts.com, guys. All right, we're going to kick it back to the guys now. Um, okay, so I want to I wanna ask this question and just play devil's advocate, get Wells' input on this, which is the concept of the bad boy, the concept of women, especially young women, being hooked on the bad boy who usually doesn't treat them very well, hence bad, and yet they get stuck on him and then eventually usually grow out of this phase. What are your thoughts on that, Wells? Are you a bad boy? Uh, you, <laughs> uh, I'm so glad I was there for the moment when Cupcake asked Wells if he was a bad boy. I, I feel like the luckiest man alive right now. <laughs> uh, I don't think I'm a bad boy at all. I think I am a, I think I try to dress like a bad boy, but that's as, that's as far as it goes. I think Wells, uh, the way I would describe you, Wells, is you got edge. Like, I think yeah. you're a really good guy. But you got you have edge, which I think is a really good thing, because I feel like women like edge; they like confidence. So, what is edge? What What about Wells? What would change about Wells that would make him not have edge? Well, I think, like you said, I mean, no, I'm sorry, I think Wells, like you said, like the way you dress, and I, okay. I like with you know the way you dress, you you're edgy. But even like you know you the topics that he yeah comfortably you're just, you, throws you're funny, out there. You're sarcastic. You're kind of like you got you know you got swag going on. Okay. You know you know how to talk to women. Um, I think Wells has a great quality of being a really good man with blending it with being able to like have confidence in talking to women and, you know, like you said, wear a leather jacket and wear it well. Okay. And like, I could see Wells, you know, kind of being like, uh, like I said, like he, like the, the cool guy, right? So, so he's a genuinely good guy, but he's got some edge and yeah. that's what makes him attractive. So he's not a bad boy. I don't know. What would describe Wells? What do you think makes a bad boy? Oh, I think the, uh, I think, I think the bad boy is an asshole and I don't think I'm an asshole. I I think I'm, I I think I'm sarcastic and maybe witty and maybe go over the line every once in a while. But I think there's a difference between the bad boy and the quirky guy. So I think that, I think that actually all three of us probably are, are, lean more towards quirky than bad boy. Yeah, I would agree. The, I would 100% the, agree. <laughs> to answer the question, um, I, I don't know, man. Like, when you were asking the question, I started thinking about it, and I think it goes, like, really far back into uh, girls when they're young. Like, they love to, um, like, dress up dolls and, like, uh, like, 
cut their doll's hair and, and modify their clothes and stuff. And women love a project. And a bad boy represents a project, something that's wrong and that they can fix. Um, and unfortunately, I don't think that you can fix the asshole. Like, he just is an asshole or, you know, he is a, a low-down cheating dude. Like, um, But I think that they love the idea of, of the wounded soul or, or you know... I, th- I, so, I I totally agree. I think they like the idea of them thinking I'm the one that can change him. Like I'm yeah. the one that can make him the good guy that only wants to be with me. Because like you said, this wild stallion. Exactly. Like women like a challenge, right? I mean, a lot. I, I I personally believe that. I think a lot of times, like when you really go after a girl, you know, they kind of. They, I think they like the chase and the challenge more than they'll admit. Just like, honestly, I think guys do the same thing. Like, I know personally, like, yeah, there's something about the chase that is attractive. And I don't think it's any different for women as well. And I think that is that, and that's what you were saying with the bad boy, where, like, it's a challenge. Like, oh, he's a bad boy? I can change him. Yeah. But it's funny, though, because is, is that what they really want, right? Because it is... No. Because well, what, they, what they originally wanted was the bad boy, right? And then it, let's say that they do the thing that they set out to do, which is change him and turn him into a nice guy. Well, then all of a sudden, he's not, he's not that guy. So which guy are you in love with? Are you in love with the guy that's in front of you or, or like the ghost that walks behind him that he used to be, you know? That's right. Yeah. Once that guy, in the rare cases where they change that bad boy and all of a sudden he's in love, that's not attractive Well, anymore. what about you guys? Do you guys like the chase more? Or would you rather have somebody who's just like very upfront about their feelings about you? I think that's a little, that's not quite the same question. So, you know, to some degree, yeah, there's, you want flirtation, you want a little bit of mystery, that's fun because that creates tension and it just makes it exciting. But in the, in the times when I really liked a girl and she didn't like me back, I found out she didn't like me back after I started liking her. So it wasn't because, oh, this girl doesn't like me, now I like her more. That hasn't been my experience. However, I would argue that it's different for women. That a guy who's less interested makes them more interested. And if that guy becomes interested, that's a turnoff. Yeah. 100%. 100%. I know I'm getting into dangerous I think, territory. I think gotta... I agree. No, I, I mean, I'm sorry. I was just like, I'm sorry, Wells. Did I cut you off? No, I, I was just saying I agree. I agree with that. And, if, and I think adversely is the same as when a girl it plays hard to get with guys. I think guys are like, okay, I don't want to deal with this, you know? Yeah. Uh, I, 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 I think guys, I, guys need like simpler signs, you know? Whereas. Because we're stupid. I totally agree with that. Yeah. <laughs> We are freaking Neanderthals. <laughs> Hang on now. Uh, maybe we're, you know, maybe we're just more direct. Yeah, in a way. Yeah, no, I know. I agree with what you said. I think, I think, like you said, like, I think it goes back to like, I, you know, it's kind of like, it's a little bit of a challenge for girls. So, so here's where I don't get it to just to nice. play up the I name. Know, nicely right? done. Nicely done, sir. You get to this point where the three of us have this knowledge that, like, we like a girl, and we know if we show a lot of interest, she's going to run away because she'll have less attraction because of this complex of wanting to fix the bad boy, etc. And also just in general, like, I owe any time I go on dates with girls, I try not to show too much interest because, like you said, I'm, I'm too nervous about uh, being, being, uh, being uh, labeled as either needy. Yeah. Or creepy. Right. Because, like, I feel like women throw those two words around a lot. You're dead. Yeah, he's so needy or he's so creepy. And as soon as you're labeled that, it's over. You're done. So, is it that irrational or evil or whatever that guys would say, okay, I'm frustrated now. Maybe there is something to this playing games. Because if that's really how it works, and I'm always going to push the girl away that I like by showing that, then maybe I need to be reserved and not be open and not really show my feelings and my intentions. Yet this is the exact same thing that I've heard 
some girls that talk on this podcast discuss about how frustrating that is when a guy, you know, won't open up and won't talk about his feelings. I think there's a certain there's a there's a line, right? Like the first couple of dates, I like for me personally, I I try to be a little bit more reserved. Not not reserved. It depends on how the how the date's going, right? Um, but like I try not to like I in terms of like physical touch I don't think I, I, I never touch a girl first, if that makes like even just like holding hands or like, you know, just like a graze of a shoulder. Because I've always found that I can kind of tell if a girl likes me if she, she grabs my arm, grabs my hand, you know what I mean? Like puts her hand on my shoulder, just like any type of physical touch. So like in that aspect, yeah, that's I, good. Like I reserve myself or yeah. even just in, in, in talks of like, you know, future dates or things of that nature. I always try to just be in the moment and not think too far ahead. Um, and to be a little bit more reserved, like on the first day, I'm probably not going to go full fanboy on, you know, conversations about Rob Thomas and Superman, right? Like I want to reserve myself a little bit. I don't want to like, you know, for lack of a better term, blow my load too early. And so, uh, uh, <laughs> and so, uh, I, 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 I don't think there's anything wrong with that. I think a lot of people talk about that, like how. You know, you're not yourself on the first few dates. Like, well, they, I mean, they accuse the bachelor of that, and I'm like, listen, that's just—it's yeah. like, exactly like real life. You know what I mean? Who's themselves? Who's completely 100 percent themselves on the first date? Yeah, you, I mean, you should like. It would be a little weird if after one date you're just like so in love. I mean, you don't even know the person, so yeah. that would be weird. But I'm not talking necessarily about early on. I'm even talking about down the road. You well, know, I think there's a line. It. Like three, like after you get to know someone and spend more and more time with them, you got to start opening up at some point. Especially if you're a month in and you haven't really started opening up at all, you know, that's kind of not a red flag, but, you know, there's, there's well, levels. Wells, uh, you know, feel free to answer or not with this. But. I don't know. I, I do it completely different. I yeah. really do. Uh, Tell us about it. But I don't know. It, obviously, it's not been successful considering I'm still single. So Well, you're t- there's three single guys here. So uh, we're all in the same boat. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't know. I... I um, and I think it has to do a lot with like my job in terms of radio. Like I, I realized pretty early on in, in my radio life that like what worked on the air was just like being very, very honest about everything immediately and finding the humor in those things. And so when I go on dates or whatever and I'm I'm trying to impress someone, like yes, I will uh I will try to be like as funny as humanly possible or or, or whatever whatever it is. But I'll still be like super super real about everything like there's no game that i'll play like i'm gonna play coy with you like it's straight up like if i like you i'm gonna probably i'll probably like text it to you like after the date like you so you know i'm kind of into you or or whatever and that for the most part that seems to work and if it doesn't then like i guess i'm okay with it not working because she wasn't reciprocating those feelings you know i agree yeah if i like somebody i usually text them after the date saying i had a really good time yeah and, totally. Or like, like, like something that I've done a lot is like if I go on a first date uh, and I didn't and I didn't kiss them at the end of the night, like I will text being like I really regretted not doing that or whatever. Do you? And I and I think and I think the 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 second you do that, you totally lose your cool card. But at least you like throw out the honesty of like I I fucked that up. I should have kissed you. I wish I had. Now you know how you feel. And I did it in like in like 140 characters. You know. See, I'm, I'm, I'm different than that. Do you? So, do you kiss on the first date? No, I usually, actually, no. My rule is I don't. Same like, here. I never, <laughs> never. Yeah. Because I just, I think there's something to be said about the anticipation of it. Yeah, absolutely. And like, and, and, and the tension and like craving it. Yeah, and it and it should. You you always want it to to uh, like resonate with you down the road, right? Like I remember that first time we kissed. You know, you don't want to like cheapen it with like. Some like bar stool makeout session. I I completely agree. And like you said, I think there's like I think it makes that memory even better if you wait. Yeah, it, totally. it, I'm not saying you should wait. You know, two months before you kiss a girl. But I think yeah, second date, third date, not the first date. I'm I'm right what, there with you. What about okay? So this happens though sometimes. You'll be at a, like at the bar and you'll like be a couple drinks in and you'll meet someone and then you'll make out with them at the bar. Um, like, or, or outside the bar, like you guys go back to like a late night party or whatever it is. 
Um, but you're like, dude, I kind of like this person. Then you go on a date with them. Like, so this has happened to me. So like that's, that scenario has happened. And then like afterwards, I'm like, I actually like want to hang out with you more and then go on a date with them. And even though we've already kissed, I won't kiss them on that. Like first traditional date, even though we had already made out. Cause I want to like have the first like real makeout session mean something. I Does agree. that make sense? Yeah, it makes perfect sense. And I would, I would do the same thing. I'm right there with you. Even though if we already made out and I get it, like we've already kissed, but if I you say like you make out with somebody and then you end up like going on a date with them a couple of days later and you end up really liking them and, and want to see them again, I wouldn't kiss them. Yeah, I agree. As weird as that sounds because you've already made out, I, I would just want that. I would want to try to recapture some sort of moment of having a first kiss instead of it being the makeout session at the bar. I don't have any rules about first date, I kiss, I don't kiss. I just kind of go with it. I mean, I definitely will if I feel like that's both that's that's what we both want. But what you guys are saying about the uh the bar makeout and then going on a date, that actually makes a lot of sense to me because at that point, you know, the girl's probably like, okay. I mean, I know I kissed him, but he kissed me. Is this the type of guy that's just going to be like making out with girls in the bar? So if you withhold that after the date, just to show, you know, I really respect you as a person. I really want to get to know you. So I'm just going to kind of pull back on this and say like, oh, we yeah, might have gone too far before, exactly. we had a but I'm willing to keep drinks. investing in you because I like you as a person. Totally. I think that's a great, a great way to kind of redeem the relationship. Hey, 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 guys. I'm so sorry. I'm going to have to butt in right now because I have a very special message from our sponsor, the BioClarity acne system. It's the best. I know you guys have beautiful skin, but I was not born that way. So I use BioClarity. It's awesome because there are no weird harsh chemicals. It's unlike any other traditional acne treatment because it doesn't have benzoyl peroxide. So I'm not red and flaky and irritated. It That stuff is the worst. But with BioClarity, it's kind of from mother nature. It's 100% vegan and cruelty-free. And it has overall improved my skin's appearance. No more pimples. No No more dry, flaky combination. No more shininess. So if you're interested in this three-step system, go to BioClarity.com. First, you're going to cleanse. Then you're going to treat. And then you're going to restore with the Restore Gel, which leaves your skin feeling smooth and refreshed. You guys, you're going to be disappointed, but, you know, Ben Higgins uses this. So maybe it's something that you are going to want to try. The Restore Gel is his favorite step in the process. Look like Ben. Use BioClarity. (laughs) That's a great ad. (laughs) Um, Our listeners will get their first month for only $9.95 plus free shipping. That is a $20 savings. And it comes with a 100% risk-free money back guarantee but you need to enter our code get it g-e-t-i-t go to bioclarity.com and enter our code get it and now back to the boys let me ask you guys a question can you can you date someone that like you met at a bar and had a one night stand with yes but it's not ideal (laughs) (laughs) yeah uh, I, think, I, think, I think that's a, that's a, that's like a lesson that I don't know if a lot of women really understand. Like, if you really like somebody and you go home with them the first night, you have a much smaller chance of like actually forming a meaningful relationship with that person than if you were like, "No, I'm not going to go home with you. I think you're great. Here's my number. Let's hang. Let's you know, like, let's get brunch tomorrow or whatever." Yeah, and I think um, that works on a couple fronts because I think one because if you if if like whether you're a guy or a girl and you go back with somebody, I think the other person starts thinking, "Well, if they went, you know, if we had a one night stand together, like who else are they having one night stands with?" And then, you know moving forward from that if you really obviously if you want to take a girl back to your place you're obviously very physically attracted to her and if she says no i think you want it more so i think it works in the girl's favor both ways yeah and then also what does it say about what they think of you too right like oh yeah this guy you know just goes home with 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 chicks like willy-nilly then then that's kind of an indictment on your character as well you know totally Oh, I agree. Cupcake, you got anything on this? I think, I think we're in agreement that if we're going to place a judgment on the one-night stand, that what, what we can be pretty sure about is that 
It's not a great start for a long-lasting, meaningful relationship. Of course not. Of course not. For a number can of it, reasons. Can it be rectified, though? I think it can, yeah. for sure. Oh, of course. I think a lot. Yeah. I think, honestly, a lot of things have the ability to rectify. But if you're going to err, don't think that this is the, the way to a man's heart. Yeah. The way to a man's heart is through his heart. And that's a lot more powerful yeah. Oh, I agree. Same and, thing for a and, woman. And, and you can say that, you know, guys are heartless and sometimes they are. But if you really want to want to capture a guy's attention for a I, long period of time, it's I, I think, too, heart. you know, like meeting at bars is really difficult. I was actually reading somewhere how statistically relationships last a lot longer from meeting somebody in a coffee shop comparatively to a bar. And I, I get that because you have a higher success rate of meeting somebody in a coffee shop because it's cleaner. The aromas are good. Um, it's a, an environment that is meant to breed conversation where a bar, there's loud music, it's crowded. There are drunk people everywhere. It usually smells. Um, and so I think it's difficult meeting people at bars. I think it's really hard. And like, listen, I do it. Like I go out and like, you know, there's, if there's girls there, um, and if I'm out with my guy friends, like maybe we'll go up and talk to them, but it's not like, I, I don't think I've ever dated somebody from meeting them at a bar. I don't know about you guys. I went on a date uh, recently, and it, and it was really just, um, I was a victim of circumstances. Like, I was, like, leaving town the next day or whatever it was, and, like, the only time I could, like, kind of squeeze in this date was a lunchtime date. And, and I remember thinking going into it being like, damn, like, this is going to suck. Like, I really like this girl, and, you know, there's not going to be... It's just like in the middle of the day. It's like a lunchtime day. Like this, this is weird. And then afterwards, I loved, I loved it because one, it like took away all the stress of like, do I kiss her at the end of it? Like, you know, do I? Does she invite me up for coffee? Like all that kind of stuff melted away. It was like that was a great lunch. Like, let's do it again. And it made for all the pressure was taken off the date and then it made the second date, which was like the dinner date and then like out to a, out to a show and then like, you know, wine on a porch or whatever afterwards, like so much more awesome. So I agree with that. Like the first date lunch coffee shop thing is, is good. Yeah. I think I I agree. I think day dates get a bad name. I don't know why people are like, Oh, day date. Like, Oh, that's yeah. What are you guys? Best friends. Yeah. And it's like, no, I think I'm all in favor of like going on a first date and even just getting coffee with someone. If you, if yeah, you have yeah. chemistry in that setting, that's awesome. That's the best. Oh, I agree. Because I, I think it's just the best setting too. Everybody has chemistry when they're drunk. And especially to go out to a bar, right? I know that's a valid point. <laughs> and you know what it is? Like you go out to a bar and like you said, well, there's so much pressure, right? Because if you're at a bar, there's usually like you know, people kissing, uh, there's like couples hanging out, you know, you're surrounded by men and women just interacting with each other. And like you said, like you leave at like 10 or 11 o'clock at night, there's like this awkward pressure of, do I kiss her? Do I ask her to come over? Do I look like an asshole if I say that, you know? And then, like you said, you go out for lunch or coffee. It's just a really nice first time meeting each other, getting to know each other conversation. And then you're like, Hey, yeah, let's do this again. And then the next time you go out, you can go on a dinner date and hang out. And then, you know, that's your second date right there to plant one on her if she is, you know, open to the idea of you kissing her. I think it's less common because it's so intimidating. It's so bright. You can't hide in, like, the anonymity yeah. of the darkness. I and need this, dim lighting. To yeah, you good. know. I need the shadows. And it's like, yeah, the, uh, the, you know, the restaurant or the dinner kind of does the work for you in making it seem fun. But yeah, if you're just out there like sitting on a park bench with somebody and you know you have coffees in your hand and you can connect with them, yeah, that next date's going to be way better. Yeah. Because now you've really vetted the other person in a real world setting. And agree. And I, I think you guys are similar in this fashion. I need someone who can really, I need someone who can hold a conversation. Like I like talking about life and talking about random subjects. And I, you know, I like gaining new perspective on things. And I think you guys are very similar in that. So, like, you meet somebody and able to, like, talk to them for a couple hours and just hang out. That's a really important part of a relationship and a really good first step in one. If, you know, it's a successful day date. Yeah, I think I think the, like, the moral of the story is, ladies, if you get asked, asked out on a day date, this is a good thing. Like, the guy yeah. is, like, 
is like into it. I agree. Yeah. Ladies, don't be uh, afraid of going on day dates with guys. Because I can totally see girls being like, and then what the hell? He invited me to like Panera Bread for lunch. Like, are you serious? <laughs> Does he just want to be friends? Yeah. yeah what is exactly. this? Oh, I totally agree. Yeah. But it's it's hard, right? I think dating is just really difficult. I mean, as God, such a, I, I feel like a jerk saying it, but like dating is very difficult at times. I mean, through think about you're just exposed to thousands of people, right? You open up your phone and and any app or social media you go on, there's thousands of people that you could potentially meet. Um, and it's a very intimidating world to go into and specifically, specifically like dating apps, right? You put yourself out there, you make yourself very vulnerable, but I have always appreciated the people that are able to showcase their vulnerability. Cause I've always seen it as a sign of strength, not weakness. Um, and so like, I like doing obscure things on, on first dates. Like we said, like going, Hey, you want to grab coffee? You know, I don't know. I like it. Maybe not Panera Bread. I don't know. I've, I've gone on a couple dates at Panera Bread. It's been pretty good. Bread's <laughs> awesome. You dip like you get the side bread and you dip it in the – I usually get the um, broccoli and cheddar soup. It's a good time, man. It's a good time. Maybe that's why I'm single. I'd like to thank our sponsor, Panera Bread. Yeah, for this exactly. Segment. We're really name-dropping them. Um, I don't know, guys. Well, I think we've done a very successful job of filling in for the I Don't Get It podcast. What do you guys think? I would agree. I think we should just take the reins from here on out. I know. Well, they're locked up in the basement right now, so we'll just be able to take the mics and start doing this weekly. Um, what's the What's the deal? Why were we recruited to do this? Is Is I, Ashley busy? I think the girls just wanted a, a different perspective, a guy's perspective on on you know dating in general. And so, why not get? They've been sitting there for weeks, not getting it, and they wanted the answers. <laughs> yeah, and I think we provided them zero answers. Zero today. answers. Yeah. So we did a really good job. <laughs> Good. More questions. Yeah, our only answer was ask a girl to Panera Bread on the first date. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, that's not uh, good. Don't sleep with them on the first night. Um, don't try to change him. Go to lunch dates and don't be weirded out if he doesn't kiss you on the first date. Yeah, bada bing, bada boom. Love it. I get it now. <laughs> All right, well, thanks for joining. Wells, Cakes, thanks for coming in. You guys were awesome. And uh, we'll see you guys. Well, Ashley, Naz, and Lauren will be back next week for the regular worry, weekly they I Don't Get a Podcast. Um, but this was awesome. Yeah, it's been uh, – it's an honor to sit here. It's more than – I think we should be part do this, of this podcast. I think us three should just start talking on a, on a conference call weekly. Definitely. It doesn't even have to be on a podcast. We can just kind of no, chill and talk. No, just the three of us. Can we just figure stuff out together, guys? I love it. I need to figure out a lot of stuff. So that would work well in my favor. There's a lot of anxiety to walk into, like very large stilettos to, to fit I know. in. I'm, <laughs> very, I, I, still, <laughs> I just don't know if we did it. And, I, and I'm excited to hear next week's episode to see if they, they break down what we broke down and to see their thoughts on our like total bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> see if they bought it. <laughs> yeah. We're going to need a follow-up episode to like pick up the pieces exactly. after they destroy us. Yeah, exactly. All right, guys. Well, I'll talk. It was, uh, it was a pleasure. My pleasure, too. Love you guys. Love Good you, to too. You. All right. Later, guys. I don't get it. Podcast.